0: At the start of whenever we did this, which um, just so everyone knows, we've been doing this podcast now for over two years, which is, I think, a little crazy. I don't know if you ever thought we'd be doing this for two years, Charles. But no, you've been a doing is, it. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but I would have never thought we'd done a whole, we'd do a whole episode on soccer. I am in the mood. I hit the groove I hit a mo. What is up, everybody? Is the the no notes. Oh, golly, it's not no notes. Oh, it's a win is a win podcast. I'm so sorry, everyone. I said that because today it's only Charles and myself recording. And so it brought back all those memories, like the usual crew, right? Um, Yeah. I I was going to say, you need to apologize to Sam, if anyone. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I just said that because. I think as you guys can see, and for those of us, those of you who are listening, uh, Sam Cookie isn't here this morning. Um, There's a little bit of uh, conflicts in kind of my schedule. And then with um, Sam's kind of in the morning and just this this afternoon, my schedule is just crazy busy. Um, So everyone always, we always, um, I go to church like every Sunday and stuff. And um, Sam's been trying to do more of that stuff, too. And there are some conflicts. And instead of just canceling the pod, it was Sam was generous enough to let us do the pod today. And we let him go to church, and which is awesome. So, sorry for that mix-up. It is a win is a win podcast, not no notes. Um, but we definitely don't have any notes today, for sure. At least I don't. Um, just because we have a lot of good topics today. And what we're mostly going to talk about is soccer today in kind of more our teams, as in probably Bayern Munich and Newcastle, and then Charles with Brighton. And we'll just talk about the different European competitions, what games we've liked, what games we haven't, maybe some teams we liked, some teams we haven't, etc. cetera. Um, so, yeah. I do have to say, though, just this is the only non-soccer thing I'll, I'll probably say today, hopefully. Um but the Diamondbacks are looking pretty good. They um, beat the Dodgers yesterday 11-2. to Merrill Kelly was starting. Uh, I think Zach Gallen pitches on Monday or something like that. And um, based off how the rest goes and everything, we'll be able to um, have Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly pitch four out of the five games if it goes five games. So currently up 1-0 on the Dodgers, so I can't complain. So – we're just going to see
1: how long this this ride lasts, you know? Yeah. And Martin, when he joined us, picked the Dodgers to make the World Series. And I told him – I mean, I know it's one game, but I told him you can't trust the Dodgers because – and he even said it in our group chat last night. Dave Roberts is a phony manager. So I was like, why would you pick the Dodgers to go to the World Series? You know, they ain't making it. They're going to choke somehow. So off to a good start in that prediction. Because the rest of my prediction – at least on the Yale side, was not very good. So we don't have to talk about that. But (laughs) how about real quick, how about all the wild card series going? Not even none of them went three. All of them were sweeps. How about that? Yeah, that was
0: pretty wild. Um, I mean, I'm not too upset that the Diamondbacks swept. But my buddy, he he flew um, to Milwaukee for a conference this last week when the Diamondbacks were playing um in Milwaukee and his wife is from Arizona and stuff and, and I'm an Arizona fan so they're actually Red Sox fans, like um his wife's family and so he's a Red Sox fan. Um but he knew that I was a Dynamax fan and he was like if if Milwaukee and the D Backs go to a third game, like I'll be able to go to the game. And I was like, okay, I was like honestly I hope it doesn't go to third game but it would be cool if you could see it. Thankfully it didn't go and he was like, yeah, it kinda sucked. However he did meet some of the, the he did meet someone from the Diamondbacks and the p- hotel where he was staying was a hotel at the Diamondbacks were actually staying at. So I don't think he saw any other players, but yeah. pretty cool little thing. I mean, even though you didn't get to see him play, it is cool that you're like, oh yeah, I stayed in the hotel at the Diamondbacks. Did you know? So I think that's still pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like how Martin said yesterday. A couple of the South Dakota State, I believe that's who Missouri State was playing. I think Which so. was one of my exciting games didn't turn out as well, but they went into his restaurant to eat after the game. So,
0: and Martin got to talk with the cornerback a little bit. So that was really cool to hear. I know I did. I did uh, give a little plug Say, Hey, ask him to be on the pod. And Martin said he was going to ask, but it looked like. Yeah. Of- oh, that- it wasn't it wasn't the right time or too intense of a conversation. So it
1: was it was North Dakota State also, my apologies. And they yeah, like I said, they, they trounced Missouri State, but yeah, that's, that was cool to see. I, I do have one quick thing to say before we jump into this. Uh I've honestly termed I think I, I've come up with a slogan for Matty B. Betts because Matt went over for four again on picks for college football yesterday. um his track record is really building up in the wrong way so i'm gonna start calling maddie b bets building up a track record with all the wrong bets so Mm -hmm. you gotta start you gotta start getting some bets right for me to change the slogan but i don't know what's been up with you every time we've done this pretty much it's been almost all wrong
0: it's weird it's like literally like i'm like you know what I like this team. This is where I like them. And then they're like, cool, I'm going to lay goose egg. And it's like, bro, like, what are we doing? And then when I don't do stuff, like, whenever I'm like, okay, yeah, I-, I would probably bet this, like, off the camera, it actually works. So <laughs> I have to, like, put them in the chat tra- like, a couple weeks and see if I can get some traction and then come back on.
1: Yeah, I I, I got to see some some traction. Just the track record hasn't been the best. but. I know- Hey, that's 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 what betting is. You were you were close, man. I mean, the Maryland points they only they lost by twenty, and the spread was nineteen. I know. I know. Um, the rest of them though were all you picked the wrong team to win essentially, so you're doomed from the start. So yeah.
0: Well, the thing is, is I guess I did say Texas to win, but I think if you take like the points, if you say I'll take Texas with the points, I think it means that you just take them to cover. Does that make sense? Right. Right. So the be did Texas cover. Yes. Or did Oklahoma cover oh actually no. Texas did not cover because they didn't win. That's 69.
1: what I'm saying. Yeah, they didn't win. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, it's
1: all right. Next you got next you got next uh segment or next maybe bets to to rebound. It's okay. I'm gonna try.
0: I'm gonna try my best.
1: Yes. Hey, real quick, you did have a good you had national championship flyer Texas, only if they beat Oklahoma. So you did give that warning because now i'm sure their odds have obviously plummeted a lot because of that but you did oh, I, uh,
0: I did say only if they beat oklahoma
1: you said you should put a you should put a a bet on them if they beat oklahoma actually so you were it's almost like you kind of had a maybe a, a fear of it so but you're like i do think they will this is what you said i remember you said if they beat oklahoma which put your money on right now that they will but if they do i would put a I would put uh, odds on them for winning the national championship. So that's what you had said. So like you still said you should bet on them to win, but you're like, don't do it for national championship yet. So uh, I guess you were, I don't know. There
0: we go. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, all right, I'm ready. Perfect. So that was a longer intro, but I think it was great because this topic that we're going to do might not be as long as maybe some of our other ones. So it could be a shorter episode, but that's okay. Um, let's, I don't know, what should we start with? Um, our two topics for, the, for today are basically going to be the UEFA Champions League and Europa League. Maybe potentially some of like our league stuff, probably not. Um, but we're kind of mostly focusing on the things in Europe. Um, and we can probably do some of the, like, like the England cups, you know, like the Carabao cup, you know, that Brighton was in and stuff like that. And same with Newcastle. Um, but where would you like to start Charles? Do you want to start in Europa league or champions league or?
1: Let's go, let's start with Europa.
0: Let's, awesome. let's work our way up. Okay. So you take the floor then Europa uh, league. I will how take the floor. Fall, but, but what your understanding of it is how it's gone for you, like. Because you're a first-timer. This is your first, like, actual, like, time watching European competition, all that kind of stuff. So, tell us how it's been.
1: Yeah, it's been really cool, I would say. I feel like the energy in the crowd is a little different when you're in Europe. And so, that's been really fun. Of course, I feel like – I mean, I don't know if I've noticed much of a difference from normal, I would say, Premier League games because, honestly, man, they take soccer so – it's so passionate over there in Europe, like, just all across. Like, the Premier League games are crazy, honestly. They're really loud, and I love all the chants during the game. So I don't know if I can necessarily sense much of a I – would, I would say that that first Brighton game at home might have been the loudest I've heard, though, because I do think it was their first time. But still, I mean, it's just the passion for soccer over there. It's so crazy. But really cool to see. It. I mean, Matt had to explain – all of this to me, I remember it was the end of of last season, like in May, because you know when you look on Google, it says it has a little dashes kind of on the left of color, assuming. And if you look down then the key, it says it was said like Europa League qualifier, then the Champions League qualifier, and I was like, "What is all this?" And you were explaining it to me because I thought it was like a post, almost like postseason in American sports, where you just once the season's over, you go into it. But Matt was like, Mm -hmm. no, it it goes into next season and you play it like during the seasons. So it's almost like a a mini season. And i remember thinking, well, that's we're not going to have the same team because obviously we lost guys in the uh, transfer window and and stuff. So I almost said transfer portal. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's pretty popular in American college sports right now. Anyways. Yeah. So I thought that you would keep like the I'm not the biggest fan of it being in the next year because I was like, I want to keep the team that got us there at least have them have a chance, but with how it's set up, there's so many games because you play a minimum of six games for, you know, and so obviously in soccer, that'd be a lot of games already on a, a whole season. And so it was just all confusing to me, but I've gotten used to it because it's still just cool to see kind of how many <laughs> different tournament side tournaments outside of your league that you can be in almost because you've got, like you said, this, uh, uh, cup. I still don't even know exactly what it is, but I just know Brighton lost in it. But that's like another side thing outside of the Premier League and then for Brighton and Europa. And so there's, there's probably going to be, I think there's another one too that's probably later in the season. Um, so it's just, it's cool to see. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump right into how Brighton has performed in the Europa because that's my team. First time in Europe, like I said, I feel like I'm the good luck charm. Although Europa hasn't gone off to the best start. But we were at least able, at our, our second match, we played Marseille, which is actually the team I root for with my sister because she loves France and wants to move there in the future. So we, we picked Marseille together. And so it's kind of funny that Marseille and Brighton are in the same group. So it'd be cool if those, they got the top two spots, but we'll see. Anyways, Brighton came back from 2-0 after they'd lost their first match, and it looked like they might be dead in the water. They came back and forced a tie. Which was, it showed a lot of resilience and kept them in it. But they're currently in last because they have no wins, one draw, one loss. Marseille and Ajax both have tied. So they're just a little bit ahead. And then Athens, who we lost to, tied and has a win. And I think, I think Brighton, I'm honestly, we haven't just, I mean, and our last really game didn't go very well either. And right now we're losing. So it kind of, I just don't know if maybe we're still trying to, because we were off to a really hot start and even Matt was thinking we're going to win our group. I I just wonder if maybe we're, you know, a little, still a little nervous. I know Evan Ferguson was out with an injury and he's an important piece, maybe trying to fit in the new pieces still that we got like on Zufante. But it's, I will admit I'm a little, I I think at least this game against Marseille getting a tie was a, was a really big win. Because I think if we lose that game, I we're probably not getting in the top two, I would assume. Uh, which is what you need, obviously, to to advance. But I think that tie was a really big moral victory. I, I still wonder just if maybe there was nerves because we've – I don't know. It's just – it didn't seem like, like Brighton necessarily. Both our goals were off penalties, which we will take, but normally Brighton can get some more than that. And obviously, in our, our next Premier League game, we lost like 5-1. to one. So it just hasn't been the best performance as of lately from us. And so I'm hoping we can turn it around. I still believe, but I think, obviously, Ajax is a really, really tough opponent, and I was actually going to look up their score with Athens, because um, I actually don't know what it was, which is the other two uh, teams in our group. Oh, it was one-to-one, so they, obviously, like I said, they tied. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm hoping that they can get, I, I, I don't know, like, what, why do you think that they've been maybe on a little bit of a slump? Do you think it's, Nerves, extra games, new new players, combination of all of it. What's what's your thoughts?
0: Mm, I mean, I would say it's definitely a combination for sure, but I think playing new games and especially the pressure of oh, this is our first time in Europe, like and we're expected to, you know, actually do something. Like not like that's a bad thing. It's just if you think about it, the last what couple of years, everyone hasn't really picked Brighton to do a lot. Right. Like they've always come out of nowhere. Like, oh, like they got like they were in 11th and then they were in eighth and then they were in, you know, sixth. Right. Like for the Premier League. Right. And so with this, I think having the Premier League, you're really starting off strong. I think they're in fourth right now, currently. Well, this? They were in fourth before the weekend's game because obviously Brighton hasn't played as many games as other people. But anyways, so there's that. I think also playing European nights is a little different, you know. And then not only that, um, because Brighton qualified, now you're in four competitions. Because in England, you do three side tournaments. You can be eligible for three side tournaments plus your league, right? And then Premier League, there are 20 teams. You play 19 games home and away, like 19 home, 19 away. So you play 38 games. And then when you look at all those other games, you're guaranteed at least six in Europe. So that makes it, what, 44, plus at least a game in both of those other two things. So you're at a minimum of 46 games because you went to Europe. So that's an extra eight games. And that's yeah. a lot. you know. And that's without doing anything, right? And then I think when you're expected to kind of do well, I think sometimes expectations can cause teams to maybe underperform a little bit. Or when things aren't going their way, it's almost like we hit it into panic mode instead of, hey, we're only down a goal. Like, it's not that bad. Or, oh, okay, we're only down two, right? Where if there's no pressure, Brighton's probably like, all right, we're going to go out. And we're going to do what we do. We're going to win. We're going to do this. We're going to do that, right? So I think there's that. And then I do think, you know, with the new signings, you have to integrate them. And I think that is a little challenging sometimes, right? The integration, because it's like, okay, how do you play? How do you play? Where do you want the ball? Like, I know for my adult league, we have a guy, his name is Riker and stuff. He's really good. He's a striker. But, like, I know where he wants the ball. I know how he plays after, you know, we've played now – eight, nine games, something like that already. So it's like, okay, like, I know that he wants the ball here doing this. Okay, perfect. So I think there's some of that too. And like you said, you did lose some of your key pieces in the midfield like Caicedo and McAllister, but you did get some good players like N. who's really good. You have Jao Pedro, who came came from Watford, who's pretty good. So, right, so I think there's that. That goes on and so i feel like these first two games i think i think brighton brighton tie at marseille i think is great because if you can go away and get a point that's awesome because right the home the home team is supposed to win or do better right so that's good when they played athens i could see they were a little nervy i think because it was their first time ever having a european night because the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup aren't considered European nights because all you do is play English teams or UK teams pretty much. Um, So I think that one, they were a little nervous. But overall, I'm not really too worried. Like, so Ajax is doing okay this year. They're not as great as they usually are. So if there's any year to kind of have Ajax in your group, I think this is the year. Um, and I think if you just tell them, like, like, Brighton, like, hey, like, tell the team, hey, if we win these next two games, we are set up great to advance. Like, if we get a point and a draw, I mean, if we get a draw and a win, we're still set up great. That's four points. We'd be on five points. You know, I like right? So, and they're super close. I mean, Ajax, Marseille, and Brighton are all – one point away from each other, right? Two points for Ajax, one point for Brighton. And them. I mean, so they're in it. I mean, even Athens, I mean, if you beat them, right? I mean, so there's all this stuff. So I like where Brighton is. I don't think they're, like, you know, done for. But they definitely, I think, I think these first two games and kind of all that stuff has been an acclimation period. Now, it's okay, we've been acclimated. We kind of know what to expect. Now let's play the way
1: that we play and go win. Yeah, I I think like I said, this is also just really good experience down the down the road. But it won't matter too much if we lose a bunch of the players that are on this team in the in transfer. But we're, I'm not gonna not gonna go there yet. That's a while away. Yeah, the Brighton's next. So obviously they're playing Liverpool right now, which is a a big game because Liverpool is one of the best in, in Premier and they normally are. So if we can, you know, we have a we have them right now. Then we have the we have a break, and then we play next the next weekend. We play Man City, and then we go against uh. How do you say it again? Because I keep saying I want to say Ajax. I know that's not right. Ajax. 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 So then we play our our Europa game. Ajax. So we have a a tough little. Schedule right now, and we're we're starting at our right now. So two of the best teams in the Premier League, and then our our next Europa, which is a big one. So this is going to be a big stretch to to kind of see how we we are because we are right now. We're six in the Premier League. We slid a little bit. If we lose these next two, we're gonna we're you know we're gonna slide probably into the you know ten maybe like ten or so. So, but of course against some of the best teams, and then you know maybe pick up wins against easier teams. But yeah, I. I don't, we'll see. I mean, now that you know that there's expectations, I can't say it's as magical as last year because last year no expectations, right? And so it was like, oh, Brighton's in fifth right now, like this is awesome. But if we were in fifth now, you'd be like, you know, I kind of expect that. So, not How as the, much Cinderella.
0: If, if Brighton made it to the last 16 in Europa League and let's say won a tie, so they beat, you know, whatever. And we're in the last eight in Europa League. Would you say that's a magical season for you? In, in that honestly, sense?
1: yes. I think making, I think yeah, making it to the round of sixteen. Uh, I would the knockout stage, and then honestly, if they were to advance at least once, I think that would be yeah, that would be really cool just to see them in the round of sixteen. Because like world, I mean, the only real soccer I've watched before this was World Cup. The not you know the round of sixteen knockout stage was always like when I really like was focused and invested because it was just like a different level. So if, if Ryan could, could make it to that, that would be, that'd be awesome. But if they get, you know, like you said, this is a whole nother wrench about Europa. If they get second, they have to play a champions league team that got third in their group and like a, whatever knockout things to even get there. So uh, that would be cool too. Honestly, if we, we played a champions league team, but gotta get top two at least. So we'll see.
0: That is true. And that is something that I think is super important to kind of realize is, okay, like, we need to, like, up our game a little bit, you know, like, yeah, we kind of have to do this. So,
1: by the way, can someone stop Tottenham from winning? <laughs> it's annoying. Uh Real quick, I was gonna say, uh who do you like? outside of Brighton, just a quick, who do you like to win Europa? Who are some of the teams so far that it looked really good to you? If Um, you, you have any.
0: uh, Bayer-Leverkusen. Aren't they in Europa? Or are they in the the conference one? I think in Europa.
1: I don't know, honestly. Let me look it up.
0: How do you spell it? Uh, B-A-Y-E-R. Okay buyer yeah then just do L E V R, and it should come up okay yep there they are
1: um they are in let's see they're in uh europa yeah you're
0: right same same competition as uh as brighton right yeah
1: looks like it let me find them
0: on the europa official website okay So, you keep looking for that. I also like West Ham United, I think. I found them. There they are. Are they in the same thing? Group H, yeah. Okay. So, I like West Ham, but honestly, my team, for sure. Outside of, I think, the teams in Brighton's group, because I think Marseille, Ajax, Brighton, I think all are probably some of the better teams in Europa League. Um, I think Bayer Leverkusen, I think, is by far and away the best team in the full competition right now. Um Granted, that's without knowing who the Champions League teams are that are coming down, so I I don't know, you know. But yeah. if I had to put money on it right now without, like, a blind guess, I would do Bayern Leverkusen.
1: Dude, they, they look really good. They're off to a really good start in Bundesliga, too. They're off
0: to a good start in Bundesliga. They're off to a good start in Europa League. So um, they have a coach named Xabi Alonso who used to play for Bayern. Played for Real, uh, Real Madrid, I believe. Also played for Liverpool. He's such, such a good manager, um, and they have a great team. So, so for me, it's it, Leverkusen. For me, is just they're playing really good, really good football right now.
1: They do play their next one in their group, but also the other two O team, which um, Kara, Karabog, maybe I don't know exactly how you say it.
0: Yeah, I have no idea.
1: But they're also 2-0 in the group, and those two will go head-to-head next match, so we'll, we'll see how that goes, because that'll be, that'll be a good one then. So
0: I agree, yeah, I know, but they just are so good. Like,
1: Yeah, I I'm, I'm looked at the Bundesliga standings, and I see Bayern in fifth, and I'm like, whoa. And they haven't even lost, that's the thing, they only have drawn a couple, I believe. It's just these other teams have only drawn like once, so
0: they're just ahead. Yeah, if Bayern win today, then they'll go back up to third, but... You think uh never mind. We'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah, you, you go ahead.
1: You go and let's go to Champions now.
0: It's okay. Do you, are you are you were you going to ask me if I think Bayern will win the league this year? I actually was going to. I'm not as confident as I usually am.
1: Man, last year was a real real close one if we remember and Dortmund sold last game of the season.
0: <laughs> How would this? We should have beaten Leverkusen. And that hurt. So we'll see. Because Stuttgart is also playing really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I. Because let's see. Because what? Stuttgart is in first with eighteen points. Is that right?
1: Uh, I was actually looking at the uh so right now. It's uh Lüver with nineteen. I don't know if it's because they're playing right now and it keeps oh, counting it as a win. Doing,
0: okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They're doing the live standing. So Leverkusen is 19, Stuttgart is 18. Yes. And then Bayern is 14.
1: Yes. Yeah. Dortmund is 17. Also.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, it's gonna be. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah. No. No. This this season will be um. It'll be interesting. So we'll see. Um. Hopefully. Byron can do it, but no, I see Bayer Leverkusen is definitely a challenger and Dortmund, those two, and Leipzig, those, those four teams, those three teams, Um, yeah, so we'll see, but.
1: Like hey, I said real quick, also, it's freaking Tottenham's in first, and they haven't even lost yet once, I, I feel like Sam wouldn't even know that, but they need to stop <laughs> right now, they're off to too good of a start, I don't want to see them win getting the top in the premier league so i'm not happy about that same all right i'm ready though champions
0: all right so champions league i have two teams in the champions league i have newcastle and byron we'll talk about byron first because they're probably well one not in the exciting group that newcastle is in Um, But this is also kind of expected for Bayern. So Bayern has six points. We have two wins, a 4-3 win versus Man United and a 2-1 win versus Copenhagen. Um, The Copenhagen one was real close. The Man United game was not, even though the scoreline was. um, Bayern was actually down 1-0 to Copenhagen at Copenhagen. And um, we ended up winning. uh, I think it was Leroy Sané scored. And then Matisse-Tel scored. And uh, for Copenhagen, I think this is the last time a European, like a European, like a big club, like one in Copenhagen or, or whatever, I think was like 2013 or 14, something like that. Basically, you either draw or lose there. It's just a tough place to play. So knowing that Byron played and beat them there is really good. Um so we're at six points. The surprise of the group is Man United has zero. So they've lost to Bayern Munich and Galatasaray. That's pretty surprising. So Overrated. Basically, oh. And it seems like, I mean, Man United is just getting clowned on right now, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, kind of wild. Very interesting what's happening on there. Don't really know what's going to happen, but that's interesting. Also, Byron has not lost a Champions League group stage match. And I think it's 36 games, I think is what it is. So, and I think our record is 33 wins and three draws, I think. So, which is a record. So, we keep adding to that. Like, it's wild. It's like, as a Byron fan, like, I know, okay, like, we're going to qualify for the round of 16. It's just, who are we going to play? Like, that's basically what it's been. Because you play six games, right, every time. If Bayern, because Bayern still have four games left, so if they win out, right, it'll be 40 games, which means that'll be basically almost seven years they haven't lost a Champions League group stage game. That's crazy. I think is wild. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So,
1: hey, I, So they literally have been six and zero, like in every.
0: Well, not six and zero because oh,
1: draws. Sorry, I forgot well, about there, draws. There
0: have been three. There have been three draws. Um, but I mean, thirty-three wins. So I mean, it's. I mean, you're pretty much. Yeah, you're pretty much six and zero every time.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so we need to get like we need to get like freaking Man City in their group next year or (laughs) something. Give them maybe a challenge. No, please (laughs) to end the streak.
0: (laughs) So, pretty interesting. So there is that. But that's kind of the team I want to talk about. I want to talk about Newcastle. Um, Newcastle is in a group that has been dubbed the group of death. Um, In Newcastle. In their group, you have Newcastle, Paris Saint-Germain, um, AC Milan, and Borussia Dortmund. And it's been good game so far. Newcastle uh, t- drew with AC Milan. I believe it was 0-0. And then they beat PSG just this past week, 4-1. Uh, it was at Newcastle. So, huge win. Right now, Newcastle is in first with four points. AC Milan is in second with two points. PSG in third with one. Borussia Dortmund with zero. Uh, the next game we play is Borussia Dortmund. We play them twice. Um, so, huge win. Huge win against PSG. It sets up Newcastle really well. Um those teams are pretty even yes yes
1: yes I just have to say brighton has tied it against Liverpool two to two sorry
0: yo 81,
1: 81 minutes now so just two, want to say that
0: who uh who scored
1: Lewis Dunk Oh
0: the, I think he's a defender for you guys <laughs> I was gonna nice. say
1: I'm pretty sure that's a defender but yeah, Corner. I'm I'm warning the team I'm I'm still learning I got some some work to do but hey
0: two two a draw against Liverpool will you would you take that?
1: Honestly, yeah, I would. Although they scored two goals within five minutes, which makes me not really happy. But
0: Are they playing it at Brighton? Or are they playing at Anfield,
1: at Liverpool? I think it's at Liverpool because on Google, Liverpool's on the right side. I don't know if that if they make that uh, the home team or not. But let me look it up for you while you're talking
0: about Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Newcastle just demolished. PSG and they've been looking really good um, Newcastle actually is now ahead of West Ham they're up 2-1 last time I looked so they were we were down 1-0 and now we're up 2-1 so that's been good for us um, but I'm pretty stoked because um, Newcastle has 4 points and that sets them up well so that like I think to get out of the group I think in this group I think you need probably 7 points I think is what you need I think that's the minimum. Yes, Charles? No, no, sorry. I was just itching my beard. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you had something. To, I was like, oh, my guy has something to say. Um, I think seven points is what you need to get out of the group. Maybe six, just because all those teams theoretically should tie each other, unless there's some magic, right? The, the weakest team in that group, I would say, is Bruce Dortmund. But they're really not that weak. They just for some reason, aren't playing, like, the best, um, and, oh, I lied to you guys, actually, PSG is in last, Dortmund actually has one point, I believe, in the group. Uh, right? I can pull it up for you. Yeah, Dortmund,
1: they, no, Dortmund. PSG has three points, they, they won, they Oh yeah, game. three
0: points, uh, I'm so stupid, yeah, Dortmund, they,
1: Dortmund has one, and they're in the
0: last. One, and Ace Milan has two, right, yeah? Yes. Yeah, it goes 4-3-2-1. Yeah, I'm so silly. Sorry, I I don't know what I was thinking there. Um, but I think Dortmund is probably the weakest team in that group, and they're not even really that weak. So our thing is we've already played AC Milan on the road. If we could get a point at Dortmund, I would be happy, and that would really set us up because then we have – a game at home against AC Milan, a game at home against Dortmund. And if we win one of those, I think we're in. Mm-hmm. I really do. And then if we somehow got a point at Paris Saint-Germain, Paris Saint-Germain, I think that'd be great. So we're setting ourselves up. We're doing great. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I'm going to say you're going to need eight points or more to get out of the group. Eight points or more, I think. Um, just looking at it. So they've been good games. And I mean, and if you're a, if you're a soccer head, soccer nerd, the stadiums in that group are like some of the most iconic stadiums. Cause you have the Parc de France, which is in France, which is an iconic stadium. You have the San Siro, which is a iconic stadium. And then you have Signal Aduna Park in Dorman, which is home of the yellow wall, which is iconic. And then you have St. James Park, which is also one of the more iconic um, stadiums in England. So, I mean, it's just a great group. Good games. I mean, there's never a bad game. I mean, Newcastle, Dortmund, Newcastle, AC Milan, Newcastle, Paris Saint Germain, n- not a bad game. Dortmund, Milan, Dortmund, Paris, right? You just do all Like, there's not a bad game. Like, That's one that you want to
1: watch every single time. I I know those other three teams. Like, that is a really strong group. I I would say Newcastle, it's kind of a Cinderella run right now in its own way. Because, like you said, the group of death. And I just want to say, ever since that Brighton loss, which you and I put a little wager on, Newcastle has looked really, really good. They have not lost since, and they've beaten some very good teams. And right now, they're currently up against West Ham in the 86th minute. So that it, because we played you guys right before the break your yeah. break what i don't know what happened maybe the manager ripped into them or something on that maybe they went aaron Rodgers mode some during that break got them on track because since then they've looked really good and they've beaten quality opponents they've beaten man city obviously they uh they drew against milan they beat psg about to you know they might they're about to probably hopefully hold off west ham who's no slouch so they've been playing really good so yeah. i like their chances to, to advance in the champions, I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it's all about form, like what you're doing in your domestic stuff. And right now they're playing well. They're they're gritty. Uh they're they were down one nil to West Ham. I think they're up two right? one. They are up two one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're up two one on West Ham right now. I mean, so I think just seeing that, like hey, we can be down but we'll do okay. You know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm pretty ho- pretty stoked, pretty excited for what Newcastle is doing, and I don't know. Some people won't be like, "Oh, like you're a Newcastle fan?" Of course you are, because you're a Byron fan, all this kind of stuff. But like Charles knows, like I picked them last year. I've kind of liked them. I know they finished fourth and stuff, but like I don't know. They just always like I've always kind of liked them a little bit. They have seahorses, like that's kind of like their little. Bad like emblem thing. If you look, it's actually I have seahorses, which are pretty cool. Um, and I like the scuba dive. So I don't know. It's pretty
1: cool. Hey, Matt's using my theory for picking a team. I like it because <laughs> obviously I pick Brighton because it's a seagull. Yeah. Ooh, a uh I was gonna say. I mean, Matt's. I'm. You know, Matt is talking a lot about Newcastle because they're in champions, and he should. But we all know, or at least I know, his his favorite Premier League team is Brighton because. Oh yeah. I know it's Brighton. <laughs> he even said it after we beat him. He's like, honestly, I like kind of like watching Brighton a little more. <laughs> maybe it was well, just that. Maybe it was just that good. game because Newcastle didn't play very Newcastle well. Was
0: but terrible. But like yeah. then, I love watching Newcastle. I like watching both. Honestly, Brighton, I would say, is definitely like my team that I will root for against anyone. Except for Newcastle, like if it's Newcastle Brighton, I'll root for Newcastle. But everyone else, like if it's Brighton Man City, I'll root for Brighton. Like why not? You know, if it's,
1: if it's Brighton Bayern and and next year's Champions League, <laughs> uh,
0: I root for Bayern. I'm sorry. That'd be
1: awesome. I mean, I mean that's a long shot. I feel like, but that'd be awesome if we were in the same group in Champions. That'd be so I mean, fun.
0: It might be awesome because we get to watch it. I don't know if it'd be awesome for Brighton. To be in that group, with I
1: think Buckley. I think we we could end that win streak, or at least that no loss streak. Essentially, I think we could I think we could end it. Uh, all right, I was gonna say a couple things. They're playing at Brighton Amex, because that's where Brighton play, so it, it is at home, so that's important. Yeah, and then also, I was gonna say a couple of the teams I like in the Champions League. Oh, obviously, yeah. Bayern Bayern has to be up there because they're just a they're a a powerhouse in Europe. And obviously, the statistic how many they haven't lost in a row is just absurd. But man, these give me some of these teams in Spain, La Liga, Barcelona, Real Madrid. I don't know they they look good, honestly. So those are the kind of teams I'm looking at too, as well as potential, you know. And and honestly, I, I'm gonna. I mean, Man City too. Man City's kind of the the king of the Premier League. They have been the last few years. So if you're the king of the Premier League, you're automatically, you've got to be a top uh, contender for the champions because obviously the Premier League is the best in Europe. But hey, Newcastle's been playing great. Let me let me get a flyer on Newcastle. I don't know what the odds are. I don't know what Maddie bets odds are on Newcastle. But give me a flyer hey,
0: or Yep well for them to win it all. Oh, for them to win it all, oh, bro, I don't know what the odds are. Let me give me a give me a flyer on Newcastle. Okay. Let like, yeah. Let me let me let me see what it what it says. Hold on. Okay. Also, I haven't watching the David Beckham series on Netflix. Just this is a soccer. Still, it's pretty damn good. Not gonna lie.
1: Ooh. Oh no! West Ham tied it at the 89th minute. It's two to two. No,
0: Ooh! Okay. Nice. This will be oh. a good one. Let's see here for Newcastle.
1: So both our teams right now are tied two to two in the ninetieth
0: minute extra time. I like how I said I went to win Premier League instead of Champions League. I'm so silly. Okay, to win Champions League, they are. I think this might have been, like, before everything. Um, oh, no, no, no. It's his current odds. I was, I was going to New-
1: say, they might still just be disrespecting them. Newcastle is plus 18. Plus 18. 1,800. That's actually not as high as I thought.
0: Yeah. And then the ones that you like, Real Madrid is plus 750. Barcelona is plus 1,100. What's Bayern? Plus 500. Is that the highest? Or Man City Man, highest? Man City plus 200, but Bayern is second. Okay,
1: yeah. That makes sense. Okay, what about Brighton to win Europa? Now I'm really curious. <laughs> okay. Let's just Let's just see. Honestly, though, winning Europa is, I would say, I mean, obviously, Champions is higher competition, but in Europa, if you, for example, get second, you have to play a Champions League team to even get there. So that's... Honestly, I would maybe say maybe more difficult than champions just because of the extra matches in that regard. Not saying the competition is is better, obviously, but, like, you have to – if you – I mean, obviously, it's not it's not forgiving. If you're not first, you have to play extra to get yeah. there, you know.
0: Oh, also, I forgot that Liverpool was in Europa, so that's a team that I forgot to mention. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say they're in Europa. Liverpool is the favorite as of now, just because you don't have any of the Champions League teams, but they're at plus 300. Bayer, of course, yeah, ch- Champions League. Bayer, Leverkusen is third at plus 1,400. Oh, Matt likes those odds. And then Brighton is at plus 1,600. So they had the fourth best as of right now.
1: What? Even after their sloppy start? Wow. I, I I think they put a lot of stock in the Premier League teams, obviously, because it's the best in, in Europe. So, yeah. Dang. And
0: what group is, is, um, is what Brighton in what group group B group B let's see. Okay. Yeah. They're supposed to, the, the prediction is they both finish, um, Brighton and Marseille finish in the top two. So, so we'll see. Okay. Okay.
1: Nice. Hey, I like that. Uh, a little bet on your your favorite there, plus 1,400. That re- That's a little low. That's a little low. Yeah. All right. I think we're looking good, aren't we?
0: We are. We're at 45 minutes. Time to wrap it up, dog.
1: All right. I'll, I'll get us the outro because Matt hit us with the intro. Episode 36 of Owen Win is a Win. But we can say no notes edition because it is just Matt and I. So it's like the old days talking about some good old football, aka soccer. I I was gonna say something, but I'm not going to. I'll just tell Matt off camera because I don't want to get made fun of or clown. But we hope you guys enjoyed this was a a fun one. I I'm really ha- enjoyed getting into soccer and following Brighton and Europa and and Champions. It's been a it's been really cool, and I'm glad I'm finally getting into the most world's most popular sport. Matt's been waiting a long time for this, and I know he's psyched. And we just had an episode about it for forty-five minutes, so I'd say that is a win for sure. About the
0: at the start of whenever we did this, which um, just so everyone knows, we've been doing this podcast now for over two years, which is I think a little crazy. I don't know if he ever thought we'd be doing this for two years, Charles. But no, you've been doing it. Yeah, it's crazy. Um. But I would have never thought we'd done a whole, we'd do a whole episode on soccer. Like, just going to be honest, because at the time, like, I'd always asked you guys, like, hey, like, want to watch soccer? Want to do this? And like, you'd come over for the World Cup, but like, you're like, eh, no, not for me. And then I don't know how you got onto it, but one day you're like, it was. I think when we did our our league thing, the prediction of the leagues. Ever since then, you're like, you know what? Maybe I do want to maybe start. No,
1: not even, not even that. Honestly, I mean, I remember you telling me about when Brighton had beaten like man United early in the season and I even was just kind of like, Oh, okay. But it was like in April, maybe of this year or something. And I just was like, looking at the standings. And then when I saw how good they were and how they could potentially qualify for Europa, Mm -hmm. when you start explaining it to me ever since then, I just like, I don't know. I just, I was like, click, click. And I was like, all right, let's, let's see this. Cause honestly, if Brighton was like, bottom half. I don't know if I we would be having this podcast right now. So, I think it honestly took some success for Brighton to 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 bring this on because if Brighton was not doing very well, I don't think I would have been as interested. So, shout out to Brighton for having a good season and and turning this up into a pretty good pretty good contender. So, yeah, anyways, this was a win. Hopefully our teams if honestly if we tie, I'd call that a win for our teams. So, hopefully we don't choke cuz both of our teams are about about to be done in two two games but yeah this is h double maddie b you'll see sam cookie next episode but we are signing out peace